Tribe Productions presents The Creator's Journey with your host and the founder of Tribe Kunal Purswani. This is a casual yet deeply intimate and unfiltered experience where I share my life as a person and as a creator. I also host a variety of guest creators who share their journey and their experiences. Welcome to the 8th episode of my podcast. A recent development in my life is that I have been trying to disconnect from social media a little and it is impacting my life in a very positive way. It has definitely helped me make more time to do the things I love and the things I ought to do and I also feel that it has freed a lot of my mindfulness which I now spend on making these things for you guys. I'm making a video on this on my personal YouTube channel so I would recommend you guys to try the techniques I talk about in that video to reduce the amount of time you spend on your phone. So, this week's episode was intended to be a very technical one, but since I am very strict about this podcast being unfiltered and raw, we also ended up getting some good information on fitness, first impressions, personal finance and most importantly, how to invest your time and money in yourself apart from that this episode could also be considered a 101 on digital marketing copywriting seo and sem we also talk a little about how content creators should pitch themselves to sponsors and how they must negotiate those deals a lot of good stuff coming up in this conversation with a very special guest for this week pranav gangwani from trp media Hey Pranav. Hi Kunal, how are you doing? I'm good bro, how are you? Welcome to the Creator's Journey podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm fine. I'm glad I'm able to take a part in this. So, I mean, we've known each other since what, Jamna Bhai, I guess? That's 11th. So how is that? Two years? But I never expect... Yeah, <laughs> one, two things I didn't expect from you when I first saw you. Because again, this is all based off first impressions. One is the fitness, like... The way, the, <laughs> the weightlifting, my God. And to this entire entrepreneurship, my God. Like very, very unexpected. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I, this might surprise you because we joined John by 2017. I was mm-hmm. IIC student, you were an IB kid. Yeah. Uh, but I did have a company when I was in John Mubai. That was my first venture. Really? Tell me about it. Yeah. So I started with this uh, food company with, like a, with my family uh, called Light Bites. Never heard of it. It was not very successful. We shut it down. Mm-hmm. But it was just basically an idea of me going to these fairs around in Mumbai mm-hmm. and seeing all of these old people there not eating anything. And they're just always doing this. Uh, we don't want to do Western food. We want Indian food. And I was yeah. And then that was my first venture. 16, before John Mumbai. And mm-hmm. then I did it through John Mumbai for like six months. And then we shut it down. It, was, it wasn't viable. It wasn't scalable. Like It wasn't was, scalable. Uh, okay. Yeah. My cost and my profit, uh, I just just wanted to like break even around like second day and third day of the fair out of the four days because the footfall was really bad because mm. uh, of the rains and everything. And then we just shut down. All right. So uh, tell us a little about what you're doing right now because it's really interesting. Uh, so what I'm doing right now is I am co-founder uh, and managing director of uh, TRP Media Services. Uh, we're a brand upscaling agency. We're not a digital marketing. We're not only a digital marketing agency. A lot of people just blame tag us as a digital marketing agency. Yeah. We do a lot more. Actually, we, yeah, we do a lot more consultancy than digital marketing right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as the market is. But yeah, so we're a brand upscaling agency. So anything from like scalability of your brand, financial consultancy, digital marketing, anything related to like your brand and what you want to do with it is us. All right. So uh, this is a special episode where uh, we get a little technical about things like copywriting, SEO, stuff that's super important to creators. But before we get into that, let's talk a little about your fitness and how uh, it has impacted your entrepreneurship because that's a very interesting topic because when people talk about entrepreneurship, people think, oh, I need to hustle all day. I need to work 17 hours a day. And then, you know, the rest of the time, I cannot do anything else as in my mental health, my physical health, everything else is not as important as my entrepreneurship. It's all going to go down, but I should keep hustling. How, where does fitness come in this? How important is it? So I don't, I'm not part of the entire, I need to hustle 19 hours a day moment. I think, I think that's a little dumb. If I, I'm sorry for everyone else who's listening, but I think that's right. <laughs> it is. Um, it is. <laughs> here's my logic behind it. If I work 
three good hours a day just mm-hmm. three good hours mm-hmm. right and then work another two hours on my passive income maybe like stock trading or cryptocurrency whatever you're doing right maybe you want to get into that later uh those five to six hours is life changing for me and i have the rest like 90 80 90 hours left and here's what i think why am i making money to make myself happy what else can make me happy without spending money go to gym yeah get 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 fitter right and eventually that that's that's health is wealth that's your like commodity that that will last forever that's the inclination to health mm-hmm. and that's just my thinking i was obese i was like 103 105 at a maximum um janubai maybe you saw me at 95 96 i did as soon as i left janubai yeah. i was at uh, 78 76 mm-hmm. yeah even now i have weights right in the back <laughs> yeah of course i mean you know the entire gym freak <laughs> persona that you have right now my god i didn't i again i, I was so surprised when i saw you cuz as you said you were a bit overweight so i was a bit surprised when i saw you like all buff and stuff but you know props to you i'm, I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't have done it but props to you you did really good but thank you thank you yeah. tell me something about what you're doing with this podcast cuz i've been on multiple podcasts but everyone's 35 and older and everyone's oh. achieved like much more than both of us have right now right <laughs> yeah so i want to talk about this cuz i i'm interested tell all me. right so um this podcast is all about creators like um to be specific very specific content creators but it can apply to anyone else like an artist or you know just a filmmaker but uh, the right. entire uh, point of this podcast is to like create a repository of uh, the collective knowledge of all these artists of all these you know right and this this episode i know you're wondering like oh i'm not a content creator i'm not all this why am i here? Uh, that's what i'm thinking this episode's more of a special where uh, it's actually very technically helpful for a content creators listening to this where we talk about like copywriting as you as i said earlier and how did this podcast start well um, i myself i'm an entrepreneur i am trying to build my production house which is try productions and this is try productions first venture the podcast i have i've seen that i've i've saw check out your instagram and i was like this is interesting we should talk yeah definitely and you know maybe yeah, we could do podcast. something yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. i'm i'm trying to <laughs> we're trying to expand into this uh, production because okay so fun fact one of my partners right also mm-hmm. one of my best friends mm-hmm. uh, his name is adil bachra he he's a production uh, master like he he did his masters in film production for oh, words mm-hmm. yeah i yeah, work with apocalypse work with yashraj work with a lot of people like that right Ooh. and we wanted to like expand into that mm-hmm. and we're planning on investing big bucks there Ooh. and so this is why I, after after spot 100% but <laughs> yeah. coming back to content creation um So the reason even TRP Media Services has a content part to it is because he exists and my other partner is actually he he's just creative like he we only go to him for like creatives because mm-hmm. he's the most creative man I've ever met and mm-hmm. even this entire we're doing this uh, behind the screen thing where it was um, his idea mm-hmm. and he came up with the concept why not go to content creators go behind the screen and see what goes into yeah. doing this yeah yeah and that's exactly the podcast i mean i call creative professionals if you've heard this podcast uh i call creative professionals and it's like it's like yeah. a q and a but we get into their psyche we get into their process like it's not a simple oh do you have a girlfriend <laughs> where do you live what's your age what's your salary yeah. no this is about the so process yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's going to be like you're not zoom tv or mtv or something like yeah, that yeah exactly yeah i mean in uh, that no. sense podcasts are a bit better because uh, for again for zoom tv mtv all that they need to do all this stuff because that's what sells but for a podcast yeah, we can bait. yeah clickbait and for podcasts like we get intellectual audiences we get such audiences that you know are genuinely interested in what we're saying and not just oh does he have a girlfriend and all <laughs> Right. I mean, if you don't mind, let's get into the psyche of uh, marketing, but let's yeah. also get into the finance of marketing. Definitely. Right? Yeah. Because that's that's something I've been wanting to talk about for ages. Go ahead. And every podcast I go stage. to, they they're just like, no, you can't talk about finance. We can't tell it everyone how much we're making. <laughs> and like, I want to tell everyone, start a company. This is how much you make. This is how much I make right now. And go I want ahead. to tell everyone that this is how much go you can ahead. make, and mm-hmm. this is what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's uh, let's start basic. Let's start why digital marketing. I mean, right. it's already sold itself and why as a concept. But yeah. why now? Yeah. Right. I mean, the very reason I started my company in March and then delayed it to June was COVID. 
But the reason I have six confirmed clients right now is because of COVID. Because everyone's on offline business is uh, in shambles, yeah. and everyone needs an online presence and an mm-hmm. online uh, demographic, just committed audience, right? And that's why uh, we have clients today. Yeah. And if your business is not online today, you don't have a business. True. Right? Yeah. It, coming to like old business in Mumbai, like if you go all the way to like town, go to like this Parsi neighborhood, this place called Stadi, great mm-hmm. place, profit market, right? Mm-hmm. Fantastic cafe been there for like years, decades, mm-hmm. like 1940s, 1930s. Mm-hmm. Didn't have an online presence until 2000s and now he's, uh, he's selling some parts of his restaurant to yeah. other newer entrepreneurs because it's just the business. Yeah. Right? Parsi cafes, where are they now? All of your Parsi cafes with like your chai and your banmas cup. Brilliant business in Mumbai. Very scalable also. Yeah. Just shutting down because they don't have an online presence. Coming to like even a bigger uh, these are very small places, but coming to like a bigger thing, uh, let's look at SL, right? SL, the telecom brand, right? Yeah. They they took huge loans uh, to get 4G to India first. They're like, we're going to get 4G to India in 2030. <laughs> yeah. What happened. Mm. And um, they just didn't market themselves. The only marketing they ever had was CSK and Tony. Yeah. That's it. No online marketing, no, like nothing except from television. Mm-hmm. And now they're 58,000 crores in debt as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like till 64 and then someone bought them out to 6,000. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah, if you don't have an online business, you don't have a business at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no marketing, online marketing, digital marketing in general is super underrated right now. Like I know um, a lot of like uh, millennials and uh, like Gen Z people, they go on Instagram and they see, oh, Mado marketing and all these pages and they think, oh no, digital marketing is booming. I don't have any place in this. No, they're very wrong. Like if you've dealt with clients, you know that they have no idea what's going on in this digital marketing space and they need like people who are very, very um, specialized in this space. Here's my dilemma, right? So I I have a client who I can't name, but she's mm-hmm. in the mental health industry. All right. Right. And she had a website, very basic, functional, and she's just mm-hmm. like, I don't want to spend money here. Mm-hmm. She's like, digital marketing is just starting. When will I get a return? I'm like, no, digital marketing started in 2009. Yeah. It's the peak of where we're at right now, right? This, yeah. is, this is as big as it's ever been, yeah. and it's just going to get bigger from now. Yeah. And um, it's not growing now. It's, it's grown into a full big giant. There's a reason why Geo is buying, uh, investing in TikTok and like uh, Microsoft investing in TikTok. Yeah. Like companies have nothing to do with this. Walmart investing, Walmart investing yeah. in TikTok. Like, damn. I mean, yeah. you have to understand that any company with an online presence is now viable to buy. Mm-hmm. Geo is now investing into Zivami. They're buying Zivami and NetMeds, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Whereas Reliance already has a pharmaceutical base apart yeah. from this. And yeah. they, and a customer-customer uh, CPC uh, business, right? But because yeah. these businesses have such a big online presence and they're, they're killing the line strengths and everything else, mm-hmm. just buy them out because mm-hmm. they have an online presence and that's what sells right now. Yeah. Because right now, we're, we've been home for like five months. Mm-hmm. Five months? Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Five, but six, been yeah. For like five, yeah, five months and what you can see is what's selling and the only thing you can see is what's on your screen, mm-hmm. phone screen, table screen, whatever you look at. So yeah, that's that's where we're at with marketing. And I think if you if you have a business right when you're not online, you're late and you need to buck up before your shot is shut down. Definitely, but uh, for someone who wants to start in digital marketing, as in like start a business of their own, this is the prime time. Like it's still that in that yes. sense, it's still like very unstructured, unregulated. You need to get in it now to become a big player. Yes and no. Yes, because okay. COVID is a big advantage mm-hmm. uh, to get into digital marketing and you will get a good incentive. But no, because there is no prime time to get into digital marketing. All, All right. time is a prime time. You could get into it five years ago uh, in 2015 mm-hmm. and you'd be much bigger than I would be in five years because you've been there for longer and you have a bigger name. Someone yeah. like, can I name companies? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go yeah, ahead. I'm asking. I don't know, man. Unfiltered conversation, dude. Unfiltered. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, Let's take someone like, like Twitch, right? Twitch was a platform that showed up like ages before the market was ready for it. Mm-hmm. But look at where it is now. Yeah. It's huge. It's very, right? so yeah. I, that's just, that's just one way of saying that there's no right time to get into marketing. Mm-hmm. There are so many companies like, um, uh, Flick Digital Marketing in Mumbai, Umbrella Design, which have been there for like since 2008, before yeah. like, we had phones. Yeah. iPhone released in 2008 or nine, I think. Mm. So yeah, they've been, Umbrella Design is doing Red Bull now. And they're doing uh, Kalyani and all that stuff, big stuff, right? And they've mm-hmm. been there for like before digital marketing was a concept. So I think the earlier you 
you get in, the better. That, yeah. That's your prime time as mm-hmm. soon as you can. Because yeah. the earlier you get in, the more you can shape the market. Definitely. But one, uh, like the point of what I said was that you have to get in. Like, don't think that, oh, this is over. It's not like anything digital. Oh, no, it's no, never no. over. Just get into it now. Yeah. You will regret it later if you don't do it now. I think that was the point. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, there's, there's no, it's not a bubble. No, it's, it's not a bubble. So, okay, let's start with, uh, you know, a bit more technical stuff. Like I know we've been a bit over the place, but let's start with, okay, what is copywriting? Go ahead. So in, in, in simple words, right? Copywriting is just a communication between the brand and the customer. Mm-hmm. That it's the brand's message conveyed in a array of well-placed words. To the customer yeah right anything from like a jingle to just a, a just a couple words which mm-hmm. displays your brand or the message you want to send is copywriting a very a very good uh, simple form of copywriting would be um the iphone right mm-hmm. when they market their phones they're not 48 megapixel camera 5.5 aperture blah 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 mm-hmm. whatever those numbers are yeah right they're always just the, the best smartphone camera on the market right now mm-hmm that that's that's great messaging because yeah. i i mean i'm a tech person so i care but my mom <laughs> right she doesn't care 1.0 aperture 40 <laughs> yeah. camera whatever pixels per inch whatever she doesn't mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she she all she wants is a good camera mm-hmm. so that messaging right it is just brilliant yep. even nike right, they've done the just do it for like 20 odd years now mm-hmm. and it just works mm-hmm. so copywriting is is just communication how you communicate with your market uh, even jingles like MDH Masala has this uh, legendary jingle. I wish yeah, can yeah of right course. Now. Yeah, Sonic branding. Sonic branding. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. It yeah. just works, and that's what mm-hmm. copywriting is, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why these, uh, the reason why OnePlus works in India and Vivo doesn't, although owned by the same company, mm-hmm. right, same parent company, yeah, is because, like for example, this phone, this Vivo phone, yeah, it, the branding on this is the cheapest, best phone you can buy. Yeah. Right. And the branding on uh, something like a OnePlus is the best one you can buy in your budget. Hmm. Yeah. Right. I see where you're coming from. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, I have both of these. So I, use. I always have one premium, one like mid-range one mm-hmm. at all times. Just for like uh, Indian number, Canadian number, but also for impressions because it works, right? Yeah. I'm going to a place where I'm I'm going to be paying money. I, I, I take out the cheaper phone. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Of because course. Then, yeah. Right. Yeah. And where I'm going to be charging money, I always take out the nicer phone because they're mm. always like, and it's the small things. It has like your car, your phone. I mean, the watch you wear, mm-hmm. whether you wear a smartwatch or not, stuff like that. It just matters. Mm-hmm. And that's just marketing yourself. So there again, copywriting, uh, mm-hmm. coming back to copywriting, uh, that messaging towards your brand, uh, towards your customer uh, indicates what your brand communication is. It's just mm-hmm. like, if I'm wearing Nike shoes, you know, he's a runner. Yeah. If I'm carrying an iPhone, you know he cares about like having the fanciest tech on the market. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah. The misconception is it's not just brand to customer, but it's also customer to the next customer. Yep. So uh, for someone, let's say, who's a writer listening to this, mm-hmm. uh, how would he get into copywriting? Like, what's the first step? Contact people. Generally, it's just like cold calls. That's how I did it. Mm-hmm. I, I started off by writing, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, writing and design is how I started off, and then I got into digital marketing, which is cold calls. Call, go to the Times newspaper. Every two weeks, they have this contest uh, where you can write an article for them, and then they'll pick you if they like you or not. Get into Times, work for Times for like six months or whatever. They pay you like five thousand stipends or something like that, and eventually they'll, if you push enough, you can write for advertisements. Mm. And you've won. Yeah. Right. Get into like a internship at digital marketing company, Umbrella Design, Switch. You have so many in Mumbai itself, see, just get into one of these, right? Whatever, get in somehow, do the coffee. That's what I did. Get mm-hmm. them coffee. That's what I used to do when mm-hmm. I first got in. And then it's like, here's what I've written. Here's what I've made. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's going to yeah. be a lot of here's what I've done. Mm-hmm. And then and someone says, you know what? Sit down for like, take that coffee you have, sit mm-hmm. down with me. And then mm-hmm. we'll talk. That's, that's the only way to do it. I think, yeah, you have to be persuasive. Like in this business, at least. Yeah. You have to be very persuasive. Like you said, bring in the coffee and then continuously show them like, Hey, I did this today. Could you have a look? <laughs> I had a friend. So I back at umbrella design when I used to work there. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't show me. But uh, <laughs> I, this is how, this is how I got that internship. I was a crossword starting for my board exams. Mm-hmm. My 10th 
10th grade board exams mm-hmm. right as 15 16 somewhere around there mm-hmm. uh, so this uh, woman right next to me she was studying about digital marketing and I was also studying for digital marketing mm-hmm. doing one of these you know the courses from UCLA where you can like do the distance courses yeah 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 Right, and she was thinking about calling her friend to solve it, and I just solved it in front of her. And she's just like, "Oh, what you do?" And I'm like, "I do so and so." She doesn't know my age, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, great. We're looking for uh, an intern anyway. You'll be like just bringing us coffee or whatever. But eventually, maybe you can do something." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Why not?" Because like, you have this four months, right? Between your tenth and like, your eleventh grade, and you have nothing to do. So I did the coffee stuff for like a week or so, and then I was just like, "I can design. Can I show you something?" And that went on and on, and eventually, I ended up making the Red Bull can for them. the KOL oh. Red Bull can. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's where I've been. Mm. And oh. then I did that for 6 months and then I quit. Damn. <laughs> I didn't know any of this about you like damn, dude. I can assistant designer, not main designer Red Bull can. Okay. No, but still that's what the other guys getting paid. But like it was great. You were a part of it like a experience yeah, yeah, yeah. more than pay out here. <laughs> If you go to Red Bull's website now also when you go to the KOL Red Bull can you go look at the team, there's umbrella designer and there's Vinny Thakur. Uh, Shit. It's X Y Z and X Y Z. I forgot to go on you over there. Ah, flex. Again, these people are still very much. Yeah, these these yeah. these people are very much still in that company, so don't cause them trouble. No, no, of course. Don't worry about taking names or whatever. It's fine. It's an unfiltered conversation, dude. Just for informational purposes, this episode. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm not defaming them or anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or at least you say so. <laughs> you don't have to respond to that. <laughs> okay. So we've got into copywriting. Now let's talk about SEO and SEM. What is this? And I know it's super important, but I want you to tell me about its importance today. Okay, so I'm going to explain it in five words. All right. right? <laughs> Top ranks of a Google page. Hmm. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's yeah. literally all it is. Mm-hmm. Right. You today you search TRV Media Services. Three weeks ago we were on page number six. Today we're on page number one one. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what SEO is. I need someone to type down influential marketing, and I want my company to show up there. Yeah. That's what SEO is, right? Yeah. So if I if I type um, high rise black jeans, carrot fit, whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. Fancy jeans. Mm-hmm. You you see Levi's show up first. Yeah. This is search engine optimization or SEO, as it's not commonly known. Mm-hmm. Just works. Yeah. Right? Other simple words: search engine marketing, uh, Insta shop. Mm. Insta shop or like uh, when you search jeans on Google, you'll automatically get like these three by three pixel on the right side showing you jeans which you could buy. Yep. Yeah. Right. So you're marketing via search engine, and that's just search engine marketing, mm-hmm. and it works because search engines. I mean, I was going to say like Google, but Google is the only one that works anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They they have the widest audience. There's like millions of Google searches every second. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And they have the widest reach that you will ever possibly get because that's the Google Maps to the internet. Mm-hmm. And it's funny I say Google Maps because Google has such a monopoly over these search brands, yeah. these search businesses. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's like your that's like your map to the internet. So uh, if your map says go to Levi's, you will most probably go to Levi's. Yeah. And that's what SEO does. Mm-hmm. And how do you get to the top ranks? Like, do you pay or do you just what do you do? SEO works on this system called backlinks. Mm-hmm. Right, it's basically the SEO crawls on backlinks. So, like a search engine, uh, what a backlink is. I should know what backlink is. Yeah, a backlink is a link on any other website or on yours that links back to your website. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right yeah. now, if you go to my website or you go to any other digital marketing website, you will find this that a lot of our blogs end up linking back to one of our services or one of our pages. Yeah. Right. That's the reason people have blogs on their website. Yeah. You can service backlinks there back yeah. to your website. Yeah. And the more backlinks you have, that means the more times your website is showing up in that one particular search. Yeah. So let's say you have kunalkoswani.com and you mm-hmm. put the word podcast in there, mm-hmm. and then the blogs you backlink that podcast page ninety-eight times. Yeah. Right. Um. So when someone searches podcast, mm-hmm. your search result shows up ninety-eight times mm-hmm. in Google's algorithm. Yeah. So your page is ranked higher that way. Mm. True. That's that's the simplest way I can explain that to you. Yeah, I think I But think yeah, that's a I, beautiful I way. I don't want to get into too much of the details because that'll just take three hours. But yeah, this is, this is, uh... <laughs> but yeah, that's how this thing works. You can also pay for it. So it's something on Google Ads where mm. you can uh, put in um, a keyword and say, "I want to show up number one on this keyword," and then yeah, uh, pay Google fifteen twenty thousand a month, and then mm-hmm. the more you pay, the more times you show up on number one. 
Definitely. Yeah. That's, that's another way to do it. And again, I know the specifics will take like three hours, but like, uh, this is coming genuinely the way you explained it. Damn. <laughs> like, you know what you're doing, dude. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's been a while, isn't it? It's been three years. Mm. I've just been learning, learning, learning. Mm-hmm. I think I'm di- diversing here, but like di- diverging, sorry. Diverging, yeah. <laughs> diverging. But the, that's the, the only reason I do stuff like this because I've been doing this since 14, 15 and mm-hmm. now I have the confidence to put money in it. I'm very like, I'm very frugal like that. I can't mm-hmm. put money in something unless I fully trust it. Yeah. So even like stock trading and crypto trading, what I've been doing, I've been learning for like two, two and a half years. And now, now it has the money come out of my pocket. Mm. I'm very scared like that because I've lost money and then I'm just, I can't trust myself again. So this yeah. is just a, a pattern. Yeah. Very true. I mean, again, with money, it's more like, uh, like this is a very, very strong belief that I have is that, um, the amount you risk you can take is mostly dependent on your privilege. Like, again, we both come up from, we come from like relatively well-off families. So we have mm-hmm. that. Okay. Even if we fail in this, we will, you know, we will recover. Like there's no, Oh, I'm going to starve tomorrow if I don't do this well. Yeah, that's true. But it's also like the morality. Okay. I'll give you an example, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 2017 Bitcoin boom. Yeah. Uh, I told mom, let's uh, let me invest. Give me some money. I'm gonna invest in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Give me about like sixty thousand rupees. Yeah. Thousand uh, dollars basically around that time. Sixty three yeah. something, whatever. She's like, you know what? Go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, went for it. Lost all of it. <laughs> and I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea what I was yeah. doing. Right. So that morality of I can never take money from my mom now for a business. Mm-hmm. So whatever I'm doing now, I'm just saving, saving, investing, saving. Right? That's just what's happening. Mm-hmm. Right? That privilege right? that we talked mm-hmm. about of taking money from your parents is a great comfort blanket if your morality of can afford for you to take it. Yeah, true. I mean, like, but definitely, I think I'm happy that you had that because now you know how to invest your money even better. Not just like investing, investing, but like even in yourself or yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in your company and in stocks and whatever yeah. cryptocurrencies. But the most underrated investment is in yourself. I've seen this, right? Yeah, definitely. Like when I say invest in yourself, I, I don't mean clothes and get a nice car and get a nice mm-hmm. watch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Get yourself educated, right? Yeah. Go to university. Can't mm-hmm. afford it. Buy online courses. I mean, you would be selling these things for like three, four hundred bucks. If you can yeah. find the right one for you. I mean, a lot of them are, are a lot of scammy, but if you can find like a good one with good reviews on it, mm-hmm. three hundred bucks can take you a long way. Definitely. But uh, apart from money too, like time is, I think, a very, very big thing that you need to invest in yourself because I have invested barely $30 into whatever I've done. I have made 46 videos and seven podcast episodes about an hour long in these two months. And in only about $30, but it took me that time. It took me eight hours a day of working. So time, yeah. again, another underrated factor in investment. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think your time is the most expensive thing you'll ever invest into something. Mm-hmm. Like when I sit down to watch like a three hour Netflix movie, I'm thinking to myself, can I, again, I'm not one of those, like I can't watch three hours of Netflix because I'm yeah. going to like lose money. <laughs> but I'm yeah. just thinking that like, if I've done this yesterday, mm-hmm. can I do something better today? Can I try? Mm-hmm. And what I end up doing is I straight for another two hours and then mm-hmm. or like work another two hours and then go and watch that an hour of the movie and break it down into three days. Mm. And that's just more um, morally better for me. I think for me, what's happened at least two months into this is that whenever I sit down to watch a movie, let's say it's a two hour movie, one hour into the movie, I'll be like, maybe I should get back to work. This is getting boring. Like it's not about, oh, I'm feeling guilty. It's more about this is getting boring. I really love my work. I want to get back to work. So I think that's something that really happens to me quite a bit. Does no, it I commend you? you on that. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think mostly because it's working from home. Uh, I mean, now I don't because now we have an office. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was working from home from the start of the company. And it was, I couldn't differentiate uh, where I'm relaxed and where I'm stressed. And that was mm-hmm. not good for me mentally also. Mm-hmm. So that's why I needed my workspace. But yeah, if you can do that, I commend you to doing that. Man, that's fantastic. Even the entire spending thirty dollars to do whatever you're doing right now is fantastic. Because how the human psyche works is, if I don't put money in this or if I don't buy this for X amount of money, it's not going to turn out good. Which mm-hmm. is not true. In like yeah. most cases, not true. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like filming something and you need a good camera and all that. Yeah, understandable. Mm-hmm. But like, like even me, I started a podcast. I was like, I need to get a mic. I just mm-hmm. have to. Yeah. If I don't get a mic, my, my podcast is going to be shit. That's not mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're a living example of the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
right? I was like, I don't get a fancy mic with a condenser, otherwise my podcast is crap. Mm. Then that's just a a, a mental fault. Mental right block. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just always been there. So my my thinking with this is right. I don't spend a lot of money otherwise. Like I buy cheap clothing and everything. Mm-hmm. I need to have the best technology possible because then I have no excuse for not creating. Mm-hmm. Right. True. I have no excuse not to sit down and go. Oh, you know, you have this amazing machine. You have great mics. You have fancy keyboard, fancy mouse, whatever, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Curve displays, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Go ham. But there's no excuse not to make things now. Yeah. There's been a point where there's three thousand dollars in my account at like when I first was a student. Mm-hmm. Spent it all Ooh. on like an iPhone, iPad, MacBook, everything, right? Just one yeah. and one blow. More than more than that actually. Mm-hmm. Close to more than much more than that. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I had no excuse not to make. Yeah. Not to create. Yeah. And once I got down to it, I made all that money back in like a week or so. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. It was just that. It was just that I have zero. I have nothing. All I have is this. This is fantastic. I need to make something now. Mm-hmm. And that's just where I am at. Hmm. But like even if even for someone who isn't investing too much, like let me give my personal example. All my videos are filmed on my iPhone. All my podcasts are recorded uh-huh. on my gaming headset, <laughs> uh-huh. and all I have in terms of equipment is this light and this tripod. That's it. I have the same thing. Like, did you buy that from Amazon? No, I got it from a store. But yeah, probably the same. Same thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I have that. It's actually on right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's what, yeah. right? I, I, there is, so there are two sides to this. Either you can invest a lot of money and then, okay, you have to work yeah. or I'm polar opposite <laughs> yeah. or yeah, you, do, you don't care about the money. You care about the work. Like you work with what you have. I think both, I both think are pretty much possible goals, right? Cause mm-hmm. I don't think you're looking to make money off of this right now. Are you? In the, the long term, in the long term, yes. not right now. Mm-hmm. But this is my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Like I'm paying rent every month. I'm paying phone bills, light bills. I do that, right? So mm-hmm. this is my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, if I want to go out and have a meal, I know that this is going to come out of my income. Yeah. So the reason, so that's why I, my, my, again, I invest like, I still do the 12 hours a day whenever I need to, mm-hmm. fairly, but whenever I need to, right? Mm-hmm. And that's my no excuses method. Put as much time, put as much money, but you got to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and you're trying to balance that also. But anyway, moving on from that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this this was supposed to be a technical episode, but I don't mind that this is getting into going into these tangents. I think it's super interesting. Like a lot of good I ideas are coming get out. Financial. Yeah. A lot like of a lot of good knowledge coming out of this. So let's get back to the entire marketing thing. So let's talk a little about Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, social media marketing in general. Like apart from SEO, apart from copywriting, how right. does this work? What's the scene right now? Like influencer marketing. It's best. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's mm-hmm. better than it's ever been. Trust me. Because mm-hmm. uh, big companies are realizing I needed an influencer to put my product out. Mm-hmm. Right? My billboards aren't working because no one's on the road. Yeah. My um, magazine ads are not working because magazines are not delivering anymore. Newspaper ads basically just flopped. Mm-hmm. Right? Billboards for like 12 lakh a month is gone for like 60,000, 70,000. You can get mm-hmm. one lakh on like worldly right now. Yeah. And it's, it's offline media has just shambled like throughout this entire COVID thing. And it was yeah. bad anyway. It was, it was going down anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Biggest hit jewelers, right? My, my family's in the jewelry industry and it's just, it's bad for jewelers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now, right. When Tanish hires someone from the Bollywood industry and, and someone like Anmol Jewelers is hiring like uh, models to do their Instagram influential marketing. Mm-hmm. You got to realize Jewelers are the last people that do marketing. Like the last mm-hmm. people who have mo- take money out of their pocket for marketing. Yeah. But the sole reason that the, the, the jewelry markets itself, it's shiny, it's golden, it's got value, it holds it pretty well. It's basically done its job. Yeah. So when, when, when they're taking our money, you got to realize that this is, this is really working. Yeah. And, uh, Again, let's talk about how the right influencer or the right, uh, let's say the right page works for a brand. Like I know, again, I'm, I don't want to take a name because you know, this, this no, would now be, you got it. Now you <laughs> no, no, this would be a bit too much of an attack because this is a client, but, uh, this particular company is a food company and, uh, what they're doing is they're hiring like influencers who are into fashion or who are into, uh, let's say all that kind of stuff, like just lifestyle fashion to sell food, uh-huh. to sell food products. And the thing but is, it works. 
It works. It is not working. It is not working. Oh. In fact, I oh, recommended okay. them that okay, uh, I have a few food bloggers in my contact list. I have a few food bloggers working, mm-hmm. and I could get you better reach there. But they just don't want it because of numbers. Like these people don't have as big numbers as someone like you know someone who's in the fashion industry or someone who's in the lifestyle industry. But right. what they're not understanding is that these food bloggers have more engagement specifically for what they want to sell. So right. tell me okay, a little so about that. I think this goes two ways, right? Uh, I think this goes two ways. Again, not taking names, but yeah. um, some lifestyle vloggers, right? If, if they're gonna, if your product is online and if it's like health foods or like something that you can order online, mm-hmm. then it should work, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're marketing like a specific dessert, chocolate, truffle, whatever, yeah. right? Speciality product, don't, mm-hmm. it's not gonna work, right? Because the, the fan base that understands the intricacy of your product is probably mm-hmm. with someone who understands the intricacy of your product. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? But if it's like something generic like chips mm-hmm. or like uh, energy drink, mm-hmm. give it to a lifestyle blog where it sell like like nuts on like a dry cake. It's insane. Right? Yeah, true. Um, I mean, again, specialized product, specialized person, general product, take whoever has most volume. Mm-hmm. That's just the thumb rule. Definitely. And yeah, exactly. This is more of a niche product. So, you know. Yeah. Then, mm. then it won't work because like exactly. I mean, if, if you ask it is not working ask, like, as I said <laughs> uh, if you ask Ryan Reynolds to sell a Michelin star restaurant he can do it because of his fanciness right but if you ask yeah. someone like like um, like Jamie Foxx right mm-hmm. someone who's done that struggle and mm-hmm. ask him to sell something off luxury mm-hmm. uh, in a restaurant like you ask him to sell Gordon Ramsay's meals probably not yeah. work yeah exactly right? <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Foxx can sell something like a food truck Mm-hmm. Right. Not because he's not rich, but that's because he he can. He start he from the bottom. Yeah, he yeah, start right. from the he bottom. Connect with his audience mm-hmm. that I've done this and I've been mm-hmm. through this and this is where you should be. Right? Mm-hmm. If you do, if you come eat at this food truck in your twenties when you're broke, maybe you can be Jamie Fox ten years from now. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. But if Ryan Reynolds does that, no, no, <laughs> Ryan has been eating out of a silver spoon since he was like five. I don't know yeah. if he has, but someone who has been doing that. Exactly. And that's why. Even with like. Sorry, take and technical now. With Instagram yeah. uh, having Insta Shop, mm-hmm. that changes the game. Yeah. Now I can look at some. I can look at my influencer wearing what something that I like, and then buy mm-hmm. it right there. Mm-hmm. The conversion of me going to the website, getting my size, and all that—that's mm-hmm. all just taken out of the picture, mm-hmm. right? So the conversion time has like reduced by less than like a fifth mm-hmm. of what yeah. it used to be, right? If I saw someone like someone like Will Smith wearing a fancy uh, Alpha Tech watch. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't have to go to Alfred X website and customize it. I mean, I'm not buying Alfred X. <laughs> yeah. It works. Yeah. Some people do it. It's, it's, it's watch $10,000. I've seen people buying it and it's just insane. Damn. <laughs> you hang out with some really yeah. rich people. <laughs> I mean, I go to private university, so it happens. Yeah. <laughs> right? I've seen, you yeah. see people like these, like, uh, trust fund people. Yeah. Yeah. Got APs on their watch, on mm-hmm. their, like, their wrist. Mm-hmm. Then that's like that's that's one term piece for me right there. What are you doing? Yeah. Right. Why? I don't get that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So Insta Shop changes Facebook Marketplace changes everything. Yeah. Definitely. Because right? mm. that and- conversion from me selling something to you and then you going and checking it out and then you buying it, that's a three day process. This is five seconds. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, let's. So now we're talking about from the influencer or the creator point of view. Uh, mm-hmm. how does this one person go to a brand and pitch themselves? Like I told you the problem that, uh, these niche brands are doing that they are going to lifestyle bloggers mm. instead of someone in their industry. But how does, you know, you, hmm, okay, yeah, I, go ahead, go ahead. Pitch yourself as like a, here's the problem, right? People are very, cause you got to think about yourself as a product mm-hmm. right? and you're very emotionally attached to yourself. So I think it's going, you know, my audience loves me and we have like 300,000 followers like I X amount of likes and blah, blah, blah. And like, maybe you're doing worse than someone else. Mm-hmm. Right. And from the branch perspective, your product, you can't mm-hmm. get emotionally attached to yourself. You can't yeah. say, no, I need this much. I've put in six months of effort. I've put six years of effort. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Mm-hmm. No one gives a damn, <laughs> a damn about your, uh, about your effort. No one, no one cares. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he, 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 he didn't put those six years. You did. Mm-hmm. Right. For, for him, you're just a product with, with metrics on your name. Yeah, that's it. So mm-hmm. if you can, this is tough, but this works. Mm-hmm. Get emotionally detached from yourself, 
mm-hmm. right? Think about yourself in third person. Mm-hmm. Think about yourself as a product, mm-hmm. right? And instead of saying, "Listen, I've been doing this for six years, and I put so much effort into it, and I get X amount of likes," just go. I've been doing this for so long that my fans are loyal to me, and because of that, you're going to get a better incentive on the returns, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That changes perspective. That's 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 going from saying I'm the best to here's why you should hire me. Mm, definitely. Right? Mm-hmm. And that changes everything. Yeah, we need to talk about what value you will add to them. I think instead of talking about yeah, what yeah. value you added to yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, same logic as uh, iPhone and Google Pixel. Before, before Google Pixel did their current campaign earlier, they had the mm-hmm. 50 megapixel camera and unlimited storage and 50 GB this and 100 GB that mm-hmm. and whatnot. And mm-hmm. iPhone just went best camera and iOS smartphone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that it just works. Yeah, because that that. The other one, like Google, Google's camera is telling me what it can do, mm-hmm. and iPhone's camera is telling me what it can do for me. And yeah. The rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's 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 major difference, right? Mm-hmm. Recently, AirPod sell hilariously expensive things, mm-hmm. but they don't. No one cares about the sixty-five million drivers inside of these. Mm-hmm. They're there. I know about it, but no one cares. Yeah. Everyone knows there's two, three modes. If you're on a train, noise cancelling. If you're walking, just put it on transparency. You can hear everything on the outside. You won't die while crossing a road. Yeah. And uh, they sound great, and that's all the marketing is. That's literally everything the marketing is. Mm-hmm. Go to any Apple commercial. They're just like our products are fantastic. If you want to buy it, buy it. If you don't believe it, then it's not our loss. We got a million more customers to return. Okay. Mm. You know. Yeah. So think about yourself as a product and not mm-hmm. as a person. It's a weird thing to say, but it works. No, definitely. I mean, if you're think- thinking objectively and you're, if you're talking about money, which is again a very objective thing, you need to detach yourself. But one more, one yeah. more question that came up in my mind when you were talking. So, um, as you said, uh, if you personally, if you're too emotionally attached to your own brand, to your own product, that is you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You tend to be like, oh, you're giving me so less. Like I deserve more. Yeah. So when you detach from yourself and you know, okay, I should be accepting this amount of money, but, um, you get a lesser amount of money, even though, even though after you detach yourself from the entire, you know, Oh, I am this, I am that Mm -hmm. you are still getting paid less. So is that important for the long, for a long-term relationship with the brand? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cause, uh, what you start at is usually like your base pay and then they'll maybe increment 20% eventually, unless mm-hmm. you have like a, like a whole new, like you go viral or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But also for this to be a long-term thing, cause a lot of this is very short term. A lot of you gain fame. And then like, for example, this whole viral trend of that guy called Yashraj Mukharjee, whatever he makes songs on these TV serials. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's viral now. I don't know if you heard about this. But I have Rasode Yeah. 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 That stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, thank God you said that and not me. But uh, he's viral now, but for him to make it long term, he has to establish brand loyalty, Mm -hmm. right? He needs to get some Yamaha, something on board Mm -hmm. for this to work and keep doing this and keep making this work. Yeah. And the problem with that is that there's no communication, man. Mm. No one knows. No one knows how much you're supposed to get paid. Mm. I'm going to take some big names right now. Please don't kill me. I I plan on working with these people. (laughs) Yeah. The point is. So I call Viraj Modi, called Monk Entertainment. This guy manages biggest YouTubers Viraj in India. Shet. Flying Bees. Huh? Viraj Shet. Viraj Shet, sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My point is, he's big, right? Yeah. You know exa- exactly, you corrected me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Mumbai called Nick Hill, Flying Bees, etc, etc. I can't take some names, because we podcast with them like next week. Oh, but, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, even a great guy, General Abraham, mm-hmm. right? We have a podcast with him. So mm-hmm. scheduled for like 10 days from now. But uh, these guys, he's been working with all of them and no one knows how much the other person's making. Yeah. Right. And I spoke about uh, this to Renel. I was at his house like a week ago mm-hmm. and I spoke about this to him uh, saying, listen, why don't you guys talk? That's just very good competition. Actually, you're going to be one and a half, right? And you have the same amount of followers as me and I'm going to pay six. Mm-hmm. You now have a portion to bargain your price. Yeah. Right. It's because I make one and a half. Yeah. Sorry for but um, one problem with that is that if I'm going to pay six and you're getting one and a half and you complain and you complain, I get you one and a half then. Mm, true. Right? And the brand loyalty dies out. Mm-hmm. So I think communication is important. Mm-hmm. Within the industry. Don't, within the industry. Yeah, don't, don't tell everyone. Don't go yeah. to my megaphone and say, no, I'm going to pay so and so. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. 
but amongst the industry discuss because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. important right even on a job it's forbidden yeah. to discuss your salary because everyone is underpaid Mm-hmm. Right, discuss your salary. Mm-hmm. You don't know the, the person in the next cabin may be making one fifty times what you're making. Yeah, yeah. one one and a half times, right? One fifty percent of what you're making. <laughs> right? Just go, just go negotiate your salary after you do that because you mm-hmm. don't have a benchmark to hold. Mm-hmm. Right? You say that I did five projects last year. This this girl did three or this man did two. Mm-hmm. I want to get more pay. I'm leaving. I I I bet I like I shit you not. You will get paid more. I've done yeah. it. It works. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Or just quit the company. Yeah. Just quit the company. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I've seen this because they're making a lot of money. Trust me. Like YouTube mm-hmm. is not, you got 500,000 subscribers. You're getting 300,000 views all the time mm-hmm. up and down. Mm-hmm. Paid a lot. I was working for Anupama Chopra recently. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year. Yeah. And that's when I really got in depth with the finances and then I got fired. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was there for like about three months, something like that. And they do like interviews with all of these big directors and A-listers and all that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you if you got the clickbait, if you got the subscribers, if you got the fan base, you can make money. Mm-hmm. If you can if you can have a five floor office employing about fifty people just doing YouTube, you can make money. Yep, definitely. But I think coming back to the entire talking to each other and the difference in pay, with uh, again with something like the office culture where someone in the cabin next to you gets paid more than you, it's more of corporate hushing. Like they do they look down upon talking about a salary, but. If you talk about this industry in general, as in the digital media industry, the point, the reason this happens, I think, is because it's very unregulated. A lot of the deals happen like under the table. Like uh, a lot of sponsorship deals are like, "Oh, dude, I'll pay you this much in hard cash. Just give me a fucking post or something." And there is very, very little regulation. There's no central committee managing this. There's no nothing. Viraj Shree is a central committee. Viraj Shree knows everyone. How much they're making in numbers. Literally, you can call up Viraj if you're a YouTuber. Just randomly call him up and ask him how much I should make, and they'll charge you a small amount, and you can do it. Mm-hmm. He's great. Like I've never met him. Want to meet him? Trying to get to him. If mm-hmm. you're listening, I doubt you are. But if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for burning me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's not. I'm not burning you, but like Viraj is a is a busy man. Yeah, I doubt he listens to anything but his own clients. Yeah. Hey, right, so. I'm not burning you, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've just started a podcast and I'm dying for views over there also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, coming back to this, uh, that was 2015, 2020, mm-hmm. everything's white. Mm-hmm. Trust me, everything's white. Especially yeah. in Corona. Everything, everyone's making deals over the table, everything's on the table. Mm-hmm. No, no, none of that happening anymore. Right? Some of it, yes, but if you're partnering with someone like Jack and Jones and H&M and stuff like that and Bath and Body Works, no. These I mean, have way too much money. To again, get. again, you're, you're talking about like really big brands, H&M, Zara. You're talking about Virat Seth who deals with bigger brands. I'm talking about micro-influencers. I'm talking about that entire small category that's kind of ignored and, you know, but has but a lot of... But you can't, right? You can't, you can't discuss that because everyone's just starting. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's, get, let's say I get paid 5,000 rupees one person, you get paid 15,000, right? Mm-hmm. And with the same follower base. Mm-hmm. We're not at a position to negotiate our prices. We're at a position just to beg for whatever we get. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If a micro influencer gets like if I have 20,000 subscribers and get paid like half the amount of someone who has a million, I've already won because I have mm-hmm. the same brand. Yeah. Right. Your, your main name at a micro influencer is to get, get brands to recognize you, not to get paid. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're looking yeah. for money while being a micro influencer, not for brands, like, I mean, you obviously get money with brands, but yeah. brand loyalty and just um, consumer loyalty, mm-hmm. then you're doing it wrong. All right. Mm, that definitely, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a whole lot of sense. That's a big, yeah. huge knowledge drop right here. But yeah, I didn't know about this. Like, I think a really interesting fact that you told me is that the big, there it's all become white now because I've been dealing with micro influencers yeah, yeah. only, and you know most right. of it goes under the table. Like, hey, you know, just do it for me. Yeah, but at that point, it's just be happy. Honestly, like it's a lot of work, it's a lot of effort, mm-hmm. but you're getting paid. That means you're doing well. Mm-hmm. If you're getting paid, you're doing well. If a lot of people don't even get paid, and it's insane. How much talent is just not getting paid? Definitely, and I'm not have money. If you go to a company and they get say, and they get say, they say like people, companies have said, big companies have said, we don't have money. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. They have they have lots of money, right? Mm-hmm. The, these guys are paying for like a sixty by sixty feet billboard every month. These guys have money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If they're selling something for like thirty thousand rupees, they have money. Yeah, I mean everyone has money, some amount of money for marketing. Like they just don't spend it right at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you're a brand and they say we don't have money to pay you, then you're the wrong brand. Generally. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like even if it's a if it's a good brand and if they're genuinely struggling, they'll say we pay you X amount, minimal amount now. After the campaign, we pay you so and so. Get mm-hmm. them under contract to do it. Mm-hmm. And not under contra- contract, take at least at least half before. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, I work with a lot of small businesses. I work with a lot of large businesses. Yeah. All businesses, I take half money upfront. Yeah. Put them under contract. Mm-hmm. Let your first campaign roll out. I want the other half. Then I'm not rolling out anything else to that. Mm-hmm. No, same. I think uh, that's again something I've done because again, this is the the stuff that's happening is more under the table. As I said, uh, you have to take like half pay and then be like, okay, I've done this shoot, but I'm not gonna put it out until I get the full pay. I'll do the shoot for half pay, but I won't put it out until I get the full pay. That's but one. But you need your contract. You, I need a sign that says I'm gonna get. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that obviously you know? happens. Yeah, like a f- informal contract, but that happens on a micro influencer. Okay, yeah, no, I've been messed over by a big branch, like big, can't name, <laughs> big brand. Like I know, I know they will sue me. Mm-hmm. I genuinely know they've threatened, mm-hmm. but uh, huge designer brands and they work for them and they've never paid me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like three months of work. It happens a lot in this business. Like you don't get paid. I speak to a lot of these. Which is why I have the company now, right? I've did freelancing yeah. for like a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quick example: Did a client in uh, Waterloo had like mm-hmm. a dentist firm, whatever dental firm, uh, signed like didn't sign. I said I'll do this for you. So like, yeah, yeah, I'll pay you like uh, for six months. Like, mm-hmm. That's decent amount of money, right? For me, like I was new, new. I'll get five, six clients like this. I have one. Like I can pay rent, I can buy a new phone, whatever. That's all mm-hmm. I want. Yeah. Right. Uh, didn't pay me mm-hmm. six months later. Nothing. Yeah. And like I fought. Like I just I'll take you to court and all that. And then I yeah. finally got paid seventy five percent or whatever of my pay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a. I was depending like this was my rent. I put everything again, everything on my account was in, mm-hmm. was in technology. So I was like, I need to pay rent. Come yeah. on lady. Mm-hmm. So she paid me like monthly for six mm-hmm. months and then she paid me for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was bad. So you get your contract, man. Mm-hmm. Get your contract. Okay. So one thing that came up in my mind right now is again, technology. Like you're talking about how you bought this technology and how you were dependent on it. Do you think a smarter way of investing in that technology would be through EMIs? Since you wouldn't be that dependent on, you know, the pay that's coming in. Privilege. 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 I knew if I couldn't pay rent, I can call my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Didn't do that, luckily. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. But, privilege. If I didn't have the privilege, I would make it on my iPhone. I could not. Forget, I had this this phone. I would make it on this. I, I would not get. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That was the cheaper phone, guys. For all mm-hmm. things. But, um, privilege. Mm-hmm. Right? If you can afford it. This is horrible advice. Don't listen to this unless you're crazy. But right? <laughs> yeah. if you can afford it, if you mm-hmm. can live frugally, all right, buy five dollars H and M t-shirts, buy cheap out on underwear. I don't know why people are spending sixty thousand underwear. Mm-hmm. You guys are crazy. Right? Don't yeah. eat out. Don't. It's a waste of money. Don't buy the five dollar Starbucks coffee. Mm. That's a dumb idea. That's the biggest right? waste, dude. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, so I thought it was a dumb idea until like I started watching a lot of YouTubers and like some of them were just like, are you dumb? And they calculated it. And I was like, if I did like, I, I bought coffee every day for my first month of university. The fresher mm-hmm. went out to like uh, Toronto. I want to buy fancy. I want to look fancy. Get nice mm-hmm. clothes and whatnot. Right? Yeah. I spent, I don't think you heard numbers because it's, it's obscene. You're going to kill me. But I spent <laughs> uh, what the average family in India makes in three years in one month. Uh, <laughs> on nothing basically just clothing and- i was just gonna chime in and say that yeah even in my first like few months of college i was a bit exorbitant with my spending but okay not that much <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was yeah. i went to the apple store bought an iphone ipad airpods pro macbook yeah uh bunch of shit i might yeah. yeah i don't know yeah it's like i i had like the dream right to make your dorm room like a tech thing mm, yeah. and I regretted it big time but uh, you made it back made so that's good it. yeah yes it's fine that's just me guys don't do it it's a horrible <laughs> idea don't do that don't do that yeah go go uh, this is what I've learned go to apple's refurbished page apple.com slash refurbished mm-hmm. right or wherever you are in the world dot in or whatever <laughs> it's the same thing it's mm-hmm. the same thing trust mm-hmm. me they change the screen they change the body it's the same exact thing for 30 percent less it's mm-hmm. packaged in the same box just buy that I regret mm. that so much. Let's do that. <laughs> thanks so for that nugget. Mm-hmm. That's do that. Yeah, nugget, I've been yeah. doing that for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just do that. It's so much easier. And you want to give someone iPhone six hundred dollars for a new iPhone? Do it. Same box. <laughs> yeah. Same warranty. Same Apple Care. Yeah. Even through Amazon, I mean, I've seen the refurbished um, products, and it's the same thing. Like they come in a I, package. I don't try. I've tried it. I tried. You tried it. it? I tried. I tried to get like a 
49 inch curved screen mm-hmm. i ended up splurging on like a racing setup a racing sim setup mm-hmm. uh steering wheel gearbox and whatnot got yeah. the screen off of amazon and the screens are expensive like, the screens are like two three thousand dollars a pop yeah got one for half the price i was cracked oh. i got it refunded and all but yeah like, no, uh, Apple, buy from the company. Samsung refurbished, Dell has a server refurbished section. Buy from mm-hmm. the same company. Because mm-hmm. they have like no hassle, deliveries and all that crap. Oh, all right. But coming back to marketing, mm-hmm. um, what you want to do now is just start. Just yeah, start. just live start. Live frugally, live below your means. Just don't buy the coffee, don't buy the clothes, don't buy, again, very hypocritical. But I made these mistakes, so don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't buy the expensive stuff. Buy what is necessary. If the $3,000 MacBook is absolutely necessary, if you need Final Cut Pro, buy it. Take mm-hmm. a loan out. Don't give a shit. Buy it. But don't like, no coffee, no going to parties, no eating out till you can make that money back. Right? Once you make that money, invest it. Once mm-hmm. you've invested that money, whatever dividend or whatever income you get from that money, blow it like a king. But that yeah. money you want, don't blow it. Because that yeah. money took a loan, living frugally and just giving up everything you had to get. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So you don't, don't spend that money. Invest mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's $10,000, invest it, you get like 100 a month blow their hundred on coffee. I don't care. <laughs> don't waste that money. Yeah. yeah. Generally. Cause that, that, that money you invest like in, in an index fund or a stock, uh, a stock or like a cryptocurrency or mutual fund, whatever. Right. That's always going to grow. If, if eventually you will, right. If you made mm-hmm. smart investments, yeah. right. That dividend, that's, that's your gift. That's, yeah. that's the pay for your hard income, right? That's the pay for your hard work to put it. Yeah. Mm. Just, just blow it all. That's what I do. So mm-hmm. All of the thing all of the expenses I've also made all of the iMac and iPad. That's all of stock income, mm-hmm. right? That's all of the money I made on dividends that I bought on stocks. All the money I made in crypto, all the money that I made not from my main income. Passive income, blow it all. Main income, please save it, invest it. Don't mm-hmm. don't do that. Yeah. All right. So uh, now that we've had a really really good session about digital marketing. I'm going to give you a chance to plug yourself. How does your company help in all this? Uh, so TRV Media Services, full name, the Resident Perception Media mm-hmm. Services, right? Uh, we're a brand upscaling agency. If you guys need creators made for you, need a website, need uh, financial consultancy. If you're stuck at a point in your business where it is going down or it's stagnant and you want it to grow, call us. We can do it. You can visit us at www.trp.media. Uh, you can always DM us on TRP Media Services on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just like even if you, and we're much cheaper right now. After six months more, we're doing this. But mm-hmm. The first nine months were thirty, were thirty percent cheaper than the market will ever be. Mm-hmm. Even now, even the price is down, we're still thirty percent cheaper. So I'm just breaking even on this. But that's my investment onto this, right? Call us. Trust me, it's the cheapest thing you'll ever get. And trust me, it's quality products. Done a bunch of work with Red Bull. Uh, some of our partners have worked with Castrol and Mercedes. Trust me, it's good work. Um, we also have this new thing. It's called a trial basis. You hire us for one month. You don't sign a contract with us. Pay us for one month. See if you like it. If you like it, you hire for more. If not, you can go away. Mm-hmm. Which is risky, but I think that's no one's no one's doing that right now. So that's what we do. All right, that's that's actually a very good pitch. <laughs> Didn't expect you to tell me so much about yourself. <laughs> But uh, all right, before you got to plug, you got to plug. Yeah, you got. Before we go, one last question for you, which you can answer in any way you want. What is the biggest challenge you face as a social media entrepreneur or a digital media entrepreneur? You know, anything you want to classify yourself as? The lack of time, honestly. The lack of time. I don't care what other people think. I do. I don't care how much money I make. I mean, eventually, just it is profitable. This industry is is as such, Mm -hmm. right? But just the lack of time because mm-hmm. I have 37 proposals coming from clients right now. I don't have the time or day to do this. Yeah. Right. At university doing uh, full time, I'm pursuing double degree, four minors, mm-hmm. uh, this company, stock trading, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Bunch of stuff. Lack of time. Give me a 48 hour day. I'll be a millionaire in a week. I promise you. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So but yeah, like, that's about it. how do you manage your time in that way? Like, I know that you make the best of your time. So give me a little about that. Like since lack of time is a problem for you, how do you deal with it? Uh, I give up on anything that's not making my brand better now. Like mm-hmm. I started working out less. I stopped work. I mean, I, I work out lesser now because I, I don't have that much movement. I'm not eating as much. So mm-hmm. I give up on that. I haven't taken my guitar back there in six months. Uh, 
don't go out with friends. I haven't seen anyone but my partners, which happened to be my best friend. So that kind of works out yeah. for a while. Haven't gone out. I mean, COVID kind of helps. I can't go out, can't go out to eat, can't do anything. Just I get up at eight in the morning, work till four p.m. Uh, give myself a break for an hour, work out, eat, drink, breathe, go back to work, get over by eleven, and then from eleven to three is when I like to mostly just call my girlfriend, call friends, and just relax. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the lack of time is a complaint. Only because I think this is the best I can manage my time right now. Mm-hmm. I just wish I had more time, and I have so much. I'm 19. I'm young. I can do whatever I want. Exactly. We're not even in our 20s. Like, what are we talking about? Time, yeah. money, etc. <laughs> yeah, but it's just no, a but... standard you set for yourself, right? I want to be a millionaire yeah. when I'm 22. Yeah. Right. And and I mean, knock on wood, I'm I'm on the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, a third of the plan there already, so should be. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're doing well. Yeah. Damn. So again, I, I I'm not ashamed to say it. Mm-hmm. You can make money in this. You can make mm-hmm. good money in this. Mm-hmm. Just start, man. Just start. Just start. I hear a lot of people say, "I can't do this. I have my twelve. Mm-hmm. I have my university." I was like, "So mm-hmm. did I." <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Big deal. I think even I want to talk a little before we go. Um, sure, sure. Like, I have. no experience in filmmaking i have no experience in editing i have no experience in graphic design whatsoever i've grown up in science i have done science all my life the only thing that i knew before i started this was talking to people was stand up comedy was doing public speaking and i took those skills to the next level and in that process i learned filmmaking i learned editing i learned cinematography i've learned so much and exactly that is the pro- that is a result of me starting like if i had stopped myself by saying who am i to be in this industry you know i don't have any experience i have not you know done graphic designs since the age of 9 i am not some really really funny stand up comedian if i had let that i i i defer i've heard you but anyway <laughs> right. if i had let myself uh, let that stop me i think i wouldn't reach this place that i am today and i'm not monetarily successful but i am satisfied with my life and i think like again that is a metric that i take very very uh, seriously like i don't care if i'm a, if, if i'm not a millionaire by the age of 22 i don't care if you know i am not famous i care that i'm satisfied mm-hmm. and i'm satisfied doing what i do and honestly you, it, yeah i am you like trust me if i was if that was my goal uh i'd be on a much more different path now i've made so many bad regrettable decisions just because of running we had money that's just my that's my i don't know why it is I, that's my only goal i just want to make money and mm-hmm. think but i'm glad you're like i mean you're already there then aren't you yeah exactly like I, i i'm not like oh i'll be happy tomorrow when i make this much money or this that but again i'm not i'm not looking down upon you or something like that it's very good that you're hustling to get oh no we're just different we're different people we're different pe- people exactly and yeah. again i was i was like that like when i was doing science and i was in that entire you know oh i'm going to be a tech entrepreneur i'm going to be the next steve jobs you know i used to think that way that oh i'll be a billionaire by this age i'll do this i'll do that no 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 you can't be the next steve jobs you need to be the first kunal parwani sorry i had to Purswani, do it it's I, sorry i'm poswani sorry <laughs> yeah it's fine i'm going to go jump off a roof after this <laughs> yeah, But, no, it's uh, fine it's fine yeah it's not I like mean, i'm not happy now i'm well happy now mm-hmm. with like the money and all Mm-hmm. But even if the money doesn't come, I'm happy still because I'm working towards it. That's yeah, exactly. You're happy doing it, and again, that yeah. came to me after a lot of like you know dissatisfaction with my life. Like, I I used to live this path that oh I want to be a billionaire, I want to be this that. But then I heard people, I spoke to people, I became a bit more of a um, you know spiritual person, and now that I've discovered all that, I feel that. What what was all this for? Like, why did I chase this money? Why did I? Oh, so you were in Nirvana. Now you're above money. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, no, I'm I messing just... with you. I'm messing with you. But uh, <laughs> that's fantastic. That's great. Yeah. You also have to realize that it's the journey of becoming successful and not not becoming successful. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, for example, right when you're shopping again, I'm diverging again. Mm-hmm. But the function of add to cart and then checking out is more fun than actually getting the product. Exactly. Once you get the product, what's the point of it? <laughs> like, yeah, now we talk. Yeah, we talk. Yeah. It was great having you. It was great being here, man. Thank you for. Dude, it was so good having you. Like the amount of 
I would love to come for a second round if you want. We could do personal finance of co- next time. Of course, please, please, please. Like I know I've I've said this to a lot of my guests because like a lot of them come and they give such huge knowledge drops. Like before you, um, I think in the fourth episode there was King Siddharth, and he came in and he changed my life. Like the way I view entrepreneurship. And I told him, bro, you need to come back. And he told me once he hits twenty five k subscribers on YouTube, he will. Come back on the show, so you know. You also tell me sure. when you want to come back, like when you make. I'll be back money. tomorrow. Trust me. This is tomorrow. my this is my thinking time. <laughs> I'll be. I'm. I'm me. I'm very shameless like that. Uh, I want to talk about personal finance, and I've been dying to do that. Today's not marketing, so we stuck to that. We did mm-hmm. diverge a little bit, mm-hmm. but I got an hour and more content on personal finance from my little journey in finance. So. All right. So I guess Whatever, we'll be yeah, seeing. I'll be. I'll be in. We'll be seeing Pranav again soon, talking about personal finance, and you know. Hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Do follow TRP Media on all the socials. I'll have them linked in the description. Go and of follow course, Tri Productions. Trust me, I've seen their work. It's it's fantastic. Yep, definitely follow Tri Productions. I mean, if they're listening to this, they definitely they know what Tri Productions yeah. does. If you like yeah. this podcast, go follow. If you them, like this podcast, yeah. <laughs> all right. So bye for now. Recommended content for this week. uh is this podcast called figuring out with raj shamani one word for it insightful and this is especially true for people who want to build a personal brand of any kind most of the episodes are under 10 minutes but the ones that go beyond are worth it too so definitely listen to them link to the podcast is in the description so hit the subscribe or follow button if you like this and if you didn't let me know why in a review or in the comments in case you hit that subscribe or follow button follow my content on instagram linkedin and twitter all are linked in the description and i'll see you guys next week